For, I no, couldn't comment I think, there. You know what? I will say this about <laughs> anyone. anyone <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold Here's the thing. And with that, before John gets into his, yeah, welcome, like, High Sale family. Good yes. to have you guys here. Thank you, thank you. Thank oh, you very much. I don't know if you want to go by any uh, kind of names uh, in particular that you might use in different worlds. Alrighty, coming on in as the <laughs> owner of High Sale Medicinal Cannabis, it is John El Papi. <laughs> and featuring his, his somewhat elusive sidekick who has half a brain today, it is Boguer. Is it Boguer? Boguer. Okay, Boguer. Or do they say? Uh, well, welcome to the show. How do they say? Boguer. How do they say Bogart in German? I think it's um Bugat. It's, it's, it's Bogart. 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 Did you leave your mind behind in one of the worlds you visited in front of the campfire last weekend? <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Sometimes uh, they don't well, come back. Really don't really don't really I'm sorry. Sometimes they don't come back. That was a great back. experience. Oh, it was a great man. experience. What you do this weekend? Have they reached Nirvana when you don't come back? I don't. That's the hard part. That's what I can't figure out. Well, we can't. We can't assume it's always that because. Look around. Just assume more. <laughs> Are you saying there might be some influences? I'm just saying that no, we can oh. cite right here outside well, of beautiful downtown well, Lewiston, Maine. On the downtown town squares of Middle Street, we've got sleeping man on a, on a chair. We've and got the screaming people at the light. And, of course, how can we not forget the guy who grabs on car doors and doesn't care if they go off? So, when I first started with High Sale, when, when was I, this? When was this? Doesn't matter. When use I first an, started, when I first started with High Sale, chart if you need to. Yeah, I just did with my eyes. Right. When I first started with High <laughs> when the, Sale, when the sun rised, the day before yesterday, in the time before there was the time, in the land before time, before before the before Bogart, before Bogart. It was Finn. Cut to the chase. What is your fucking favorite strain, Bogart, for God's sake? G GGSD. Gorilla okay. Glue Stardog. Okay, that's fair. John? That, uh, one, that was so coded. The, and the colors that you had on that, GG Stardog. Yeah. I, yeah. Holy Dude, shit. that thing has changed. That was every, a knockout. That was a knockout. Every drop. Every drop of it. What's well, changed so much in the garden for you? In terms of that strain? Uh, in general, I suppose. Like, you had to Air. overcome this Air. moment where you had to be, like, kind of questioning, holy shit. In a Japanese no, think in the Japanese sense of flow. Yep. Flow. Flow has changed in all of the right ways. We've taken our, where everything that we've tried to do and put it in a better sense of how everything moves and comes back as it should. So it needed I mean, some sort of if, synchronicity. If I thought it, that, well, some that's balance. I love the like. You, you know, guys are very balanced. I love the neither yes, nor it, of that answer. I, I mean, if you I'm ask, gonna, if you anything ask else, me, because anything as, else is an explanation of process. Yeah. So you say the flow. You know who I obviously was the one that was there since the beginning because we, you know, I framed up the the walls of the first grow rooms with my retired father. Um, your enterprise. It was your idea. Okay, to, which can we, can we point out that your father's happen. from MIT? I just want to point out his dad is from MIT. Who, who that's, is that's a, awesome. He is an that's MIT really educated awesome. engineer. So he's he's uh, a jack of all trades. Probably not the best carpenter, but he's an excellent. But he is a master. To he went to MIT. Thinking through problems with you. Um, but anyway, did that happen too? He mentor you in that sense, that way? It seems to. He mentors uh, if me. If I were to ask these guys, they'd say yes. Yes, not, no. You can you can see how you. he has tried to structure and change things and yeah. make it a better place. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm very lucky. I have a wonderful father, and he mentors me in every way that I try to try to ask him to. Mm -hmm. You know, you 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 need to ask people to mentor you. That's something I believe. It's it's. It's hard to mentor people when they're not receptive to it. So. But people aren't going to ask you straight out, can you mentor me either, though. It's going to have to happen with some sort of interest a little bit closer and asking different types of questions but, but about the, practices or things you want to do that true. you don't hear from the common person or that you're working with, too. I, but I think, but I think that also being you guys a, get that. Working, with a mentor, like working with mentors, though, is also just like... There, there's at some point, I feel like I have a lot of mentors in the industry, and I feel like 
it's just an understanding that they're mentors, maybe just an age gap or, or just a superior of knowledge. But like at the same time, it's like I understand when I speak to them, they know like I know when they talk to me, they know they influence me and like, you know, and I, there's no like I didn't ask them to be my mentor, you know what I mean? But like I know like people influence me and talk to me and be like or like or like be like reach out and like try to make sure like, you know, they looking at what what's best, you if know. If I can yeah, touch on yeah, what yeah. you're saying right now. Uh before you guys got here, Shirley and I were hanging out for a little bit and we were talking about that. On the outside perimeter of what's going on within cultivations and with, within extractions and hash making and edibles and such, there's this whole other community that lives around you guys who, who wants to be a part of that. And we're working towards it, not just ourselves, a lot of other individuals are finding it. The more we can have one-on-one -on -one conversations with you, the more we learn and the more they learn, I mean, about the trade, about the things that matter within a grow, I mean, things you're excited about doing there. So you have that chance to influence that group, and we're happy about that. We're ecstatic about that because the cooperation we get from you in order to seek out more information to share. Well, the NBA we finals. We get smarter off it, and we feel like we can pass that on. <laughs> the NBA and Bogart finals. immediately his mind darts back to the NBA finals. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Look, we no, keep, we we keep it, we keep it we on point. Can we talk about mixing, please? No, no, hold on. I wanted to point out that that only happened because of having listened to people that have solely come from high sale, that was strictly made for high, people who come from high sale, who are always saying, it's not that they want variety. Okay, so in other, it's not the, what I'm saying is not just from people who are patients of high sale. This is people from Maine, people I've run into in Bonfire, who come from other places, but they keep coming to Maine for a reason. They go, always go, I'm <coughs> bored. Yes. I know you always have consistency. That's why I come back to you. Mm -hmm. But when you have variety, something that's, it might be just a little tweak, I'll take it because it's something I've never See, tried. Part, part of and mixology so th that Bogart's not talking about that I would like to speak to is about um, rotating as a way to deal with tolerance so that people can really medicate and feel relieved of their ailments. Because for folks who are using cannabis medically, you know, obviously when you use it, you want to feel relief mm -hmm. of that symptom or alternatively, you just, you want it to have the benefit that it, it ought to be according to your use. And um, we all know that as good as say GMO is, if you smoke that and only that over the long term, it's not going to relieve your symptoms, and so no. There's actually, you know, I'll, you know, oh, 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 oh anyway, I love that strain. Part of part of blending, so rotating strains can be part of that, but also even if you're working with a certain stable of strains, you can blend them in different uh, proportions and stuff like that to achieve different medicinal effects. Yeah, and that's it can very be true. a part of managing people's tolerance issues. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Letting them speak out a little bit what their needs are. I remember when stores first opened up. I want to say. A little bit more retail-ish, you know, that that type of setup. Maybe um, summer of 18 or, or no, was that summer of 19? Uh, right around there, the spring. Spring, so about a year ago. Really, only about a year ago. I mean, I've... Wondered. With longevity. Some had opened up a little bit before that. I <clears> thought <throat> that some stores, in terms of what I understood, were open as far back as 17, but it wasn't... Like gray, it wasn't black, it wasn't illegal, it wasn't legal. It was like, yes, you're allowed because we put in the implementation. You just got to do your stuff to keep it quiet. And I think that that's how some people operated. And once it became the thing, it was people in the community were like, cool. Come I on thought in. Dawson Julia's store, East Coast CBDs, was the first storefront in Maine. Or is that just lore? Oh, no, no. He, he, nope, he, no, he is. He is 100%. That was. I mean, he yeah, was. yeah. I mean, he. I speaking thought he said that OGs, to me. Yeah, speaking, speaking of, of OGs. OGs. Yeah, yeah. He, I'm almost 100 percent sure he said that. And then he used to do seminars uh, for people to teach them how to open stores. And a lot of those stores uh, turned out to be really great corner stores. Now. I haven't had a chance to meet Dawson. Uh, oh boy, we're gonna, let's Dude, get him in. You're missing out, Dawson. Get him on the show, Dawson. 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 Get on the show, Dawson. And for everyone who is also like Bogart, who has no clue who he is, I can the only way Yo, that I can explain who he is Bogart. is that this man is nothing but the reason why you have what you have 
is this man, so I'm all for whatever he is. Bogart, you're definitely, you and Dawson would get along great, TBH, I think. Well, that's why, if you want can you me, I will come to every John? show you ever want. John, I will can you imagine here. a room know, of man. Dawson, Julia, and Bogart? So, tell me a little bit about him from a guy who hasn't met him face-to-face, the which king. is me. I, I guess I'm the only one here. Well. What, what, what has he... What has been one of his greatest strengths? Has, I, has it been know, the I, longevity? I well, I don't know. And the I, advocacy? I, of course. I look. I'm. He, I'm what does he say? What, what, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go I'm. Ahead. I'm from Maine, but I moved back here after many years away in 2016. Yeah. Right. So I can't. I'm not a good person to speak to the whole history of the political development of the cannabis scene in Maine and all that. I know that Dawson's been involved for years and years and years as an activist and you know I've definitely collaborated with him to the extent that I could and um, he's a great he's a great leader and a catalyst for change he's a real like kind of drum beating sort of guy who gets the word out you know he's a common sense guy that gets the word out simply in a way that everybody can understand Mm -hmm. because these are complex issues and we all struggle to understand what's going on at Augusta and what it means for us and Yep. And our businesses and our patients and our growing and all that. Um, and so... You've been well-informed. It's uh, not a secret. You've been playing... Uh, you played a lot on the state level when it was needed, when there needed to be a relationship and uh, and a little bit more well, of an identity about who's behind yeah. it. Well, I've always sought to inform myself so that I could take responsibility for my own caregiving as well as, um, you know, drive my business forward. But also, I've always sought to try to work collectively to promote the rights of all caregivers to do this. Because what's amazing about the, whether you call it a community or an industry or a scene or whatever this thing is here in Maine right now, um, to date, I think we've really preserved... You'd rather not define it, the moment. Well... Is it because it's moving so much? I don't know if people are kind of beefing about community versus industry as much this year. In 2019, I thought that was a, quite a polemic, like mm-hmm. on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. And um, the truth is probably that it's both, you know. And um, there's a lot going on there. There is. There is. So a I don't want to get on. into that. That's all. How come I'm starting to think that there was no easy answer there? <laughs> no, but I was no, trying to, but, but when you no, get interrupted, in all, in all, in all serious. people are rude, right? I hey, know, no, are always no. Rude. Yeah, you Hi. two behave now. Hi, yeah. welcome to Let's Talk with Bogart. Yes? No, no, dude. I don't think that's the name of the fucking program. I'm just it will be for tonight. Every time, every every time I talk, that's what it's called. Apparently. No, just kidding. Just kidding. no, but no, but in all seriousness, uh, yes, I, all ma- serious. I have mad respect for uh, Woodstock Pharmacies. I said last time. Yeah, he's got a mix of some sort of, in air quotes, elite cuts, I would say, and some old school genetics, and he does a lot of really cool crosses. I would love to live in his backyard. I just want to say that. The seed stock is always really solid in terms of the germination rates. I'm uh, I'm not wrong in thinking he's been um, at this for a good 20 years now. Am I not mistaken? Uh, based on my personal conversations with him, I believe it was an 18 that, to 20 year period. That give or sounds take. correct to me. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone just says he's OG, so I just he's, go, okay, I'm done. I, I, I think at that point you kind of get to pick, uh, we get it in on some the show. sense, if you've been in the environment and you were making it work before, you were smart enough to have figured out a, a, a nice formula for how you were going to provide for yourself and actually putting that much effort into an outdoor product like it has you know provided i've noticed it with uh, best friend farms too and uh, a couple other growers as well who are putting on some nice outdoor um is it sunday morning farms as well over um i want to say have you guys come across never heard, no i was going to say is so but normally genetics are always part of the game well, for like, I, I think genetics is a huge part of the game. But it, it, it is was, very much yeah. of the game. The only, I didn't mean to interrupt. It was that okay. something that of interest is that there was an old growing scene in Maine, as far as I know, in the 70s that always really intrigued, that I have only found out 
through finding out my aunt had a situation where she was arrested, she's pregnant, she's on the phone, she goes, the cops are here, they're gonna arrest me, I'm pregnant. So the cops there, helicopters, everything, because their neighbors noticed they had bushes high above where they should be. <laughs> but there was that old scene. So finally she re-met someone who's been, he had done um, hostings for Harry's art before. He's done growing where people can just come to, I guess they call them the savior pile, or it, basically it's a compost pile where you come, take your old cuts and whatnot that you want to throw out to a compost pile and you just let them grow and he grows them himself. Were people trying to steal other people's crops back in the 70s? I Presumably, yes. I mean, yeah. So it had no, to be. It had I'm to be born pretty, in 92. How the no, fuck I'm pretty do I know, sure. Carrie? As far as sure. I know. Carrie, I'm born the, in 92. What do I know about the fucking No, the old Let's not sell this as it was a feel good moment either. No, that's They were in hiding. No, <laughs> I, was, I was told it was a good time unless you were trying to make money from it. Sure, they would I'm try sure to arrest you. They were smaller. Yo, the only thing I know. Very small clicks. That's what I was told was that there was like little pockets everywhere. Everyone was growing. So are there small clicks now? Yeah, so you fucking kidding Tighter. me? Like meaning, like whatever, whatever it used to be, like how Are it you used blind? to be. That would be cool to know if that ever really truly existed. Oh yeah, sure. No, we were talking about that too, uh, Shirley and I, a little yeah. bit earlier about documenting a little bit more of not only what's going on right now, like the culture, the history, but blood. Yeah, we so are we're, in history, right? So why can, is no one documentary? We can barely meet up with head growers at this point. I mean, you think we're gonna meet the OGs from the from the nineties, eighties, seventies? Anyway, the the thing I was gonna say about that sunburn is it's interesting because you know we put that out a few times and we've gotten good feedback, and it's definitely not because of the nose. Or it's a it's, different nose. Yeah. That does have a distinguishing different uh, nose. Um, I, I remember that when I, I cracked the nug. It wasn't like anything. It's like a smell. mild nose and an ugly it, duckling I flower. I remember. Didn't, didn't care for it? Um, I think, it, it, was, I think okay. it, was our, it was just a process fault. I mean, we, it was the first time we had it. Uh, it was a post-process issue. And then when we had her again, we corrected it. And what turned out to be was probably one of, I mean, you could put it in a blunt not even cure it and it would like be fluffy wet and the blunt would actually burn it not turn oil on the end it would actually last are you talking about the sunburn or the root beer sunburn that's what I'm saying. The sunburn turned out fantastic. Anyway, it's <laughs> the, the thing is, everybody that smokes it is just like, wowza. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. I thought we were that's, so that's been the overall experience. It's what, well, the thing is, it's what the doctor ordered. And so, you know, it's like we, we want all the flowers to stink, right? Because that's part of it. But also we know that some strains medicinally aren't going to stink. And yet that's the right medicine for the patient. Gotcha. The purple yeah, I follow you. It's kind of like that, but people, oh my gosh. Hey, we could have it and it could, people will love that purple punch from us. I don't think it has the strongest terps, but there's something about it medicinally that people will just flock to. Yeah, they do. They do. And they search it out in a lot of, uh, lot of forms. Uh, flowers almost always the preferred, I think, better probably from an extract point of view if I'm not mistaken I love extracting man I thought I thought uh, I do, Purple Punch wasn't that with good my, with my for with extraction turkey still you know it's just sort I mean of, it gives a good flavor it's, it's no a doubt. sluggish cultivar yeah it's a sluggish cultivar yeah, oh she, slow grower that's the fundamental she issue she needs a lot of like honestly I think she does need a long veg she flowers great it's just it takes a long veg like mm -hmm. it's Maybe I don't know. I, don't, I know I don't know, but it's. I don't like, think of it. What as, kind of notes are coming out of the purple punch that you've got right now? The cut that you've chosen. Soup, it's very sweet. It's like powdered sugar. Yeah. With oh, yeah. a berry, and. Um, and that's in every inhale. You know, that berry like, comes through all the time. I think that's the attraction to uh, to the purple punch, and you sounds like you've nailed yeah, that flavor profile that the, you want. But the root beer, medicinally, actually, it's like this. I, it's my kind of indica meds because it's not a total shutdown. It doesn't rob me of my energy. No, that's true. Just yeah, so that's for the, true. Well, for her, her concentrates are fantastic in blends because she she's one of those ones where I don't I would define it as like when someone does a cross and they just throw a cush just to fatten something up. The purple punch for me is nothing more than like an additive flavor because she just does something so unique mm -hmm. in terms of concentrates. She is fantastic. Like you'll have probably what I define as a clean high. Where it's just, you don't get high, you don't get low, you you just feel like, you know, your body is a, le a lot more functional. It's, yeah. nice. it's nice. I will give it that. And concentrates. 
so you, on one side you've got your Gorilla Glue Star Dog. Yes. Um, a little bit in the in between you've got your GMO and then you got your Sunburn and your Rug Burn. All right. And you've so got your Purple Punch. No, and my in between is the Diesel I'm Star. I'm a my couple though too. Diesel Star Dog is my in between. See, oh, yeah. don't forget about the grape dosi though. Your uh, grape dosi is fine. Oh, I didn't get to see it. Oh no, I haven't nah, get... you didn't get to see no, it. No. Oh, the grape dosi oh, is probably any in that can. No, any in that can. No, the gra- That is probably one of the best. Listen, you guys were invited strings. and you were supposed to give. Like, <laughs> <you know. laughs> nah, dude, nah, don't be like give that. Up the, give up the goods, would you? Nah, Come on. All right, so in my part two. So in the jar is the is the root beer drop. Like most cannabis companies right now, we're pretty much out of medicine. Yeah, you are, aren't you? So sorry. Okay, okay. Hold, hold on. Okay, to to oh, that. Oh shit! The head stash is being threatened. No, 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 no. no. Hold on. This is okay. This is a good one. It's dry out there, no. people. Oh, hold on. This is a, no, no. It's a note of argument. Is it dry or is it not? Who is it dry for? Is what I will ask. No, that, that's I'm, a, that, I'm, 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 in my opinion. Who is it dry for? Not is it dry, but who is it dry for? You answer that question. Who is it dry for? Store owners. Okay, so, so, so my thing is this. You said that, so, so if that's it's, a big deal. No, no, this is, no wait, time out, time out. That's a big deal. You're, you guys are, you're a grower, and you're saying it is dry. What does that mean when a grower says it's dry? It's a perception of scarcity of product in the marketplace right now. That's such a smart answer. Thank you. Okay, so long story short. <laughs> there you go. Boom. When, when we say, hey. We're dry. Individual or in a plural sense? I'm sorry. Everybody is screaming. Everybody. Everyone meaning the stores? Uh, whoever <laughs> buys nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I have a. Let's see. <laughs> Damn. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I know a lot of people for sure. I right, interact right. with all kinds of folks in my daily life, and um, stores are screaming. Other, you know, the patients are screaming. Other types of buyers are screaming. Everybody wants, and um, it's it's acute, in my opinion. Right. Acute meaning? Well, it's it's a time of increased price bidding and um, right. increased okay. price asking, and um, well, is that price orders price? gone unfilled, and who knows what's happening to patients. I'm assuming that some patients are having trouble finding their preferred strains here in Maine, based on what I'm hearing. And I'm also assuming that um, to the extent that there's out-of-state patients that rely on Maine medicine, that there's probably big issues with supply there. Yeah. And I, and I would like to also add to my comments that I think that we should be taking the interests of out-of-state patients that rely on Maine medicine very, very seriously. Yes, that's that's what we're doing. Trying to, uh, all we're asking, my whole thing, I just want everyone to be a patient. Everyone thinks I'm always coming out of the throats of the trap stars. But it's just like at the end of the day, just, just become a patient. The market that we have existing right now, structured, and the numbers, do you, do you perceive that lasting for a long period of time? Do you see this well, as a growth, or so we talked about it as far as off, economics? First off, we, we never got around to talking about what's really happening with the market, because Bogart just kept talking about other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, It's yours, John. It's yours Bo-y. right here. It's your so, floor. I'll keep quiet. Thank yeah. you. Take the thank floor, you. John. <laughs> Appreciate it. Can't get a word in down here. Jeez. Oh, there you go. You had the head <laughs> oh, on the really? table. And the uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> go. Yeah, no, let's hear it. Let's so, hear how you feel. Well, well you know, because we were talking about the drought. That was the thread of the conversation I yes. felt like I couldn't get into there, um, which is what's, <laughs> what's actually happening right now? Because we can say there's a drought, but we know there's a few things going on. One is we're coming into that summer season, so we have our, our typical seasonal dynamics where – you know, last year's outdoor supplies are those inventories Limited are or expired run pretty already. much out. Yeah. Um, so we're really just looking at DEP and Indo to get us to the first pull in the fall. Um, so that's there's the, that typical seasonal dynamic, and of course there's the COVID thing, which is everybody's stuck at home, and um, you know people are definitely medicating with cannabis more. Uh, just like they're drinking more alcohol, alcohol sales are also up. You know, people are coping with difficult situations in their lives right now because of COVID. And I'm guessing that all those government payments, cash in people's hand, you know, they're stuck at home.
societal recession, perhaps even a depression. You don't know how far this does end up going. There's going to be. We could all speculate. We can all speculate. But what's that? There's going to be a crash. Think of it this way: this is only given out, at least in my mind, to subdue and hold. Think of it this way: this is literally the levees in New Orleans. It's all it is. That's what this is? This is all it is. The money that they're flowing well, is to hold back what is going to become of course, e- a cluster. Even if there is a, a real serious economic recession or depression looming, which seems very possible, um, I don't think that's the end of the cannabis industry, that's for sure. Because, no. you know, one, one thing I've learned during my years of participation is, you know, people were... <laughs> We're really trying to hustle for some money to buy some cannabis. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's always been. It's always been. Was the, but there's a temptation. Could there not be a temptation for expansion because of what you're seeing now? And, like, and assuming what, that this when you is say expansion, meaning- this is the new standard that we can expect. Because I do believe there'll be a little bit of a tumble too. I couldn't tell you a time frame on that at all. I'm done sort of pro- prognosticating stuff like that. That doesn't make sense. Does it even drift higher, though? It could. It very well could. And if this was adult use, I'd say go for it. Holy shit. Yeah, that's where where it should be. But it feels like it needs to be protected a little bit more by being yeah. able to play well, at I, I think maybe a couple points higher than normal or, or there, to stores. There's or to, been... There's and been and, it, and, oh, and it can be something saying. that could be absorbed about in. price? Yeah, I, I think so. The price issue. Well, I think that the price issue... Um, you know we're part of we're part of a, a regional thing now with all the out-of-state patients and everything, um, and I think that their demand is also up. It would seem, and um, we'll, we'll just see. We'll see what happens. I know I've heard. I have heard rather. I shouldn't say I know. I have heard that some growers are asking for higher prices from their buyers at this point in time, yeah. due to the current market conditions. Um, you know, if that's what they choose to do as farmers, that's their prerogative. Mm-hmm. But we'll just see what happens. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to see all of the medicine sucked out of Maine right now just because of what's happening in markets to the south. Should there be anything done to protect a little bit more? Does there need to be well, the store monitoring system? I, I Because I think that's being exploited we, by not having any. It's, <coughs> the leadership me, needs to come from check. us as the main producers. It needs to come from us as main caregivers to produce enough medicine for our new out-of-state patients that we might be acquiring at this time. Um, and not, you know, we, we, we need to continue to supply abundant and correct medicines to the people of Maine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. First and foremost, that's what the intent always was. It just by chance happens to be um, timing is everything in the world. I mean, who gets there first sometimes? And as a state, we got there first for a market in a more accessible and, and known commodity yeah. already. Oh, but really. I think, but I think for Because Maine Bud has been a known market in Mass or, or Southern New England or beyond for a long, long time. So, it, But rightfully so. It's I lived it's, in, it's I lived in, Mass- right I lived in Southern Massachusetts. Too. I will tell you this once. I never <laughs> heard about Maine being in Massachusetts until I moved to Maine. <laughs> Really? Oh, well, they were all probably touting it as theirs. Well, well, what I'm asking is... Because there were a lot of small enterprises. Well, Well, you know... Call them families. That's what they call them, right? With with social media, I think there's... It's kind of one of those things where... Is there a large, you know, whatever collective of this or that? Or are we just saying, oh, just because you you go on Instagram and do hashtags all day, that's because that's where it is. I think that... There's a lot. I feel of... personally attacked by that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> whatever. I'm not. No, 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 no. Keep continuing. I'm just kidding. On, it's with um, a lot of people who I see who are out of state patients from states that are not in legal states. Their issue is is that you know they get they can get just as exactly what we're getting. However, they're getting it, or the people who are in legal markets, they get stuff that is for Maine legally or not, and. What everyone's kind of just wanting is to be able to get what they're wanting. They're not wanting to have to worry, is it going to hurt their pocketbook? And that's... But you do notice, though, the mass market will tout that they've been up to a store in cases, too. They'll tout uh, your brands. They give you recognition a lot more. I see a lot of marketing. But some of them can just be selling you, too, because I've met mass guys that sell you. 
What's that? I've met people from Mass that like, oh yeah, your stuff's so great, your stuff is so great, and then it's like, yeah, you could just be saying that so that I give you the better. See, that's where I always question sometimes. So the people is well, the, the overloving, I, I you know. The, I think the more important point here is just how the how things are developing here in Maine and how awesome it is to mm -hmm. be a cannabis user or participant in Maine right now in 2020 because there's all these great little stores. There, the store most of the stores are carrying like at least 20 different suppliers, probably more. You know. Yeah. Yes, some really do hold. I uh, mean, there's obvious. I remember of... seeing a couple different times, and this was before uh, this boom, where through the course of a month, carrying somewhere between 35 to 45 flavors. That's yeah. awesome. But that's flavors. It means, based off of that, typically, you know, a grab at the time was probably two or three pounds per provider. Right. You know, that kind of ratio based off. Sometimes a little bit more from little spots. But even here that, there. but even so that, that, that ratio, alone. that's that's pretty good for for everybody. Oh yeah. You know, so there's there's obviously a variety of quality and stuff out there, but um, it's just a great time because there's a lot of great products, lots of great people, yeah. lots of choice for the patients. I will say it's exciting. I'm sorry, nothing. I was gonna say it was nice is to I yeah I was at a thing the other weekend and um, I will still say it was great is not going into an event and seeing people with like everyone having the same this and the same that. It was a complete mixed bag compared to last summer. Everyone had the same flower, the same. The, no, you're same. right. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. There was. I think Maine has finally broken away from kind of an old guard of how they perceive what customers I think growers want. did a good job of creating menus that, even and though brands, there might be some repetitions in a sense, where they created a standard. They finally have created standards. Yeah, yeah, true. And then from but there, that's fun to see too because it wasn't uh, wasn't a necessity prior to. Well, they didn't to, know to, to be as fast of, you know, having to but respond. I will blame IPAs for that. Oh, have they, they the, done that for everyone? What about growing maybe just limited edition of other particular strains that you might want to add well, to your... the shoe game. Like, there was a whole, there's been a whole world that we have seen that from in other places where people are dropping limited this, limited that. And I love it. I love it as a and, consumer. And so, I love and it. And so yeah, now yeah. we're wanting that from our weed providers. And we're going, why, why, why do we... Because a lot of people have just been like, dude, let me do my thing. And now there's an expectation that it's unsaid. To some people, you think that's an uns that's a stress to some people. Whereas people like you know Shirley and I, who are younger, we're like, no, you gotta do this. You want it. You want to be where you're at. You gotta do this because we're for that to see what you can do. Did different. you guys do a monocrop of GMO in one of your rooms? Uh, Am I right in thinking that or no? We're approaching. We did it. Approaching we almost that? did. We almost did, but we had to run our baby diesel star dog. We had to run that DSD. Oh, it had to make some space in the room. You know what? Does that, how's that flower out at? Or what are the timetables drastic? Oh, right around the same, actually. Oh, are they? Yeah, okay, yeah, so right they can on, yeah. They can Dep coexist. Depending on what you're for, doing, right around, yeah. you know, I think was it ones, ones, you know. Yeah, so, uh, I, you know, I, I, I know that we, it would be good as farmers to monocrop rooms. And yet, for some reason, I don't know, it's some kind of personality tick or something. I can't bring myself to do it. I always want to throw more strains in the mix. Yeah. Every time we're making the batch, it's like, let's put that in. Let's put that in, you know. Dude, I worked in a room with 29 varieties. Let me tell you, you want variety because you never know what you're going to get. You're always tweaking. See, you have that much. See, that's what keeps people working in a single Keeping row. in the garden you want or people excluding it from the garden. You have those choices every time it comes you know, I mean, you have to deliver on that months in advance now mm -hmm. and keep that network oh, moving. Oh, wait, wait, you know that there's, like, well, like you said, you're planning ahead. People now have to plan strain crosses and things like almost a year and ahead now. They're like, wait, you got to cross this because there's some, you know, big, huge event, and that's when the strain's going to drop. Yeah, people are planning now. They're Was actually that more in 2019, like, um, around or, or before that when you guys really got into? Was it the opportunity that you talked about? of redeveloping your strain selection. Is that when that move started for you? I walked in, actually, when they were starting it. Yeah. So it kind of started a little bit before even I. It wasn't even kind of like a year ago. It was, so I'd say even like almost two years ago. They've okay. been really working on it. Yeah, right. I don't know what it is. <laughs> what what you do what you do because because originally in terms in terms of what we're where I know high sale to be was very much a citrus plane. But now they have looked and, re you know, kind of revamped how terpenes well, approach. You know, as, yeah. as I step back and look at the genetics that we have today and are running, um, 
there's all kinds of different flavor palettes. Um, I'm, I think that it's funny because uh, there was a time when we had too many sativas, in air quotes. And everyone wanted and to get sativa <laughs> heavy. <laughs> and now and people are crying for the sativa. The cheese quake. But see, that's what yeah. we're going with. Everyone, everyone was screaming the cheese quake. We, when we, <laughs> well, we got a lot of quake. head kickers in the stable these days. So. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah, you certainly do. That's got to be fun on your end, too, to develop because the change is coming. Uh, inevitably, as time goes, whenever that might be. And so to see what you guys are deciding to choose, it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. Well, we had and, to, and we, frustration at yeah. both, both we, levels. We, we kind of stepped back from that heritage of running seeds I was talking about earlier because we had taken in a lot of cuttings at the time of that accident. And, you know, you get these new cuts, and you really just want to see them go around a few times and try to learn and observe it takes a long time to when you know when you take in a lot of cuts like that to try to figure them all out at once. So we actually stopped running seeds, but we just got back to the hunt, yep. and uh, we're excited to be developing new production phenos for next year. Oh, excellent! Yeah, excellent. That's great. Yeah. So running running with uh, what you have in rotation currently right now. How many flavors do you have in all right now? Is it um, is it eight or ten or more? A, well, a, I mean, in uh, in that, that, that end up seeing a flower there's level. More <laughs> uh, the dried, you yeah, know, the flower room. Yeah, there's there's more than that. I know there's always more in veg. There's more than that, but the ones that we really have enough to try to make wholesale sales to storefronts end up being more like eight to ten, I think, mm -hmm. or eight to twelve. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I think we have any any like I mean in total in total in house like everyone else we have twenty plus that will will say yeah we've got something yeah you know every, every I think a lot of people have a lot of little varieties or whatever and they'll give you a little tease here and there but at the end of the day we have what you know you are were a little bit resistant in saying a name of a store was that for the idea that you want to show kind of like you're willing to be with everybody because that's what you want well, if you're in no, the industry where, that's where, what you want to do where we've, you want to work with them we've, anybody we've sold to a variety of stores um most recently we've been selling to cure and Cincimilla. yeah or Cincimilla. uh Cincimilla. Cincimilla, thank you kind guy say it like you're spanish okay Cincimilla. yeah that's that's closer yeah <laughs> that's, that was more italian i, think, I know it was good, italian but it was better. italian but that's closer Okay. Uh, primo. Okay, there you go. Oh, that right. was good. That was good. So, um, yeah, we, we sell that here in Lewis and Auburn. Um, we've sold quite a bit to Kind Guy in Bitterford. Mm -hmm. um, we try to send some down to Atlantic Farms in Portland. Near Wincasset with Farley's. Um, yeah, Wiscasset. Farley's. I've been Yo, hearing. Uh, I, yeah, I haven't made, I haven't made it out put, there now. Yeah, dude, someone, uh, someone hit, said Farley's on one of my polls, and mm -hmm. I was just like, Dude, go check I, them out. I, like, I, I got to check them out. They're definitely on my list. Farley's, I, I got to check them out. Them for like, okay, so what's great about wait. their location is the funniest thing ever is they look like the most main thing. You just drive past a mom and pop shop. You're like, all right, well, I needed to go get a car. That's how I have my car now. And went to someplace down the road from them. And I'm like turning around, testing the car out and whatnot. And I go in and they had to be the, what I would define as like one of the best, like, product representations when you go in and just I think a customer walks in and goes I want to see things displayed nicely clean there's no like perception of I'm in the weed industry this is perception of I'm buying my stuff that I could go and buy in any other store because it looks like any other store it really felt recognizable it plus they've got a shop dog yeah I love shop dogs I'm usually scared of dogs but I love shop dogs they got a shop dog uh, I have a weird question maybe someone can educate me I, uh, in some storefronts, I see when the cases are wheat, people use, like, gravel. Is that for, like, a humidity thing? Or is that supposed to just be, like, to look cool? Look cool. Because, I, I, like, I never understand. I see that, like, in a handful of places. But, like, I just it's don't. It's probably just a merchandising effect. Yeah. I think it looks weird, kind of. I feel like I'm looking at weed in my driveway when I was in I my I could house. see, like, tumbled sea stones wait, wait, wait. if they were the right size. But, like, Dude, crushed gravel. Dude, people are trying anything right now. Or, isn't that going to get, wait, wait. there's going to be sand on the nugs, bro. Yeah. Or like, or like, it could like, be display nugs. No, but literally, like I said, dude, like there'd be the same exact gravel, like 
it was in my childhood house. And I'm like, yo, am I looking at weed in my driveway as a kid in another universe? And all of a sudden, Derek Shirley was five year old. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Whoa, well, people weed. do it oh with like God. shoes and stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, of course, you put your shoe on a gravel, you put your weed. In, look, anyone. It looks nice, anything, though, but I didn't look, know if there's like science. Look, people are it. trying everything right now to kind of just stick because there's no. That's the beauty of about Maine's like kind of weed game is that, yes. Everyone has seen how they go and do it, but everyone's like, I'm going to do it my way. I don't yeah. care their way. I'm going to do it my way. So it's the main way. It's this, like, screw you attitude. I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. I don't care what you're going to do. And, and that, for me, is like, you go, dude, you know what? Whatever it is you're doing, I'm going to be here and watch this. And that's what I like. <laughs> about. There's, there's definitely a lot of ways to do it. That's for that's sure. That's kind of the boom right now for me and Maine is watching is, like, you know, one guy's like, you know what? I don't know how he's doing it. I'm going to do it my way. And you're like, all right, I kind of want to just follow you because I don't know what it is you're doing. Is there, was there a good degree of sharing between grows, between entities? Or, or do you still have people you bounce ideas off of in terms of that, like are, a, that are involved in other entities in the state I'm, and vice versa? A little tech trade between? Uh, you have to, that would be all on him. You know, I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I'm, I, sure, I, everybody, I, I'm sure everybody has somebody every so often. I, in my experience, <laughs> some people are more open and some people are more closed when it comes to just talking about the craft and the business and that yeah, type right. of stuff. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, um, and is it, I'm I, not, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but do, is it due to ego? Um, I, I think there's all kinds of things that are going on, um, in, in the industry. And obviously our egos get involved sometimes in sure. our act- interactions with, other caregivers or patients or employees and stuff. So, you know, I, I do think that that can drive outcomes and, and conflicts and stuff like that. I think in general, you know, there's there's a lot of different types of people involved here in Maine. Um, and it it I found that it was really hard to get to know people. And now it's most easy to get to know the caregivers that have the storefronts because they have that sort of beacon and you can just walk in. So I've been able to get to know a lot of caregivers because they're operating storefronts and there's still other opportunities Mm -hmm. to meet folks talking about, I I think in general, people are more interested in talking about business and generalities than craft, you know, because it's all important that we try to cultivate our distinct niche in this uh, cottage industry that Mm -hmm. we have here. Sure. Um, a lot of a lot of people can be successful and coexist here, but we all got to do something a little bit different. So we should all try to respect that right among each other and try to help each other in that way. That's what I think. Yeah, I think yeah. there's enough people who do want to have that communal feel still to it. Uh, absolutely, and an overwhelming amount, really. And but I think that makes up to... any group in society too. You're going to find that element. And, each and every. I mean, do you guys agree that, like, moving forward, that one day it's in the cannabis industry, it's really just going to be Maine versus everyone else, or do you think that's too crazy? That just sounds slightly. Well, maybe it's not that <laughs> drastic, but like, because like, dude, think about it right now, right? Well, like, here you right guys now, are like, good. You guys have done, you know, from a consumer, and we're happy. We're 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 ecstatic with. It's not an overwhelming, but it continues to grow every day. Wait um, till Texas. Many... Wait till Texas is outproducing California. In yeah. terms of out-of-state production, like well, wait till yeah. others, wait till Florida produces all of the floor, all of the wheat. Like wait till states that are just can yeah. Out, so can as as other states come online, it's it's really going to be an issue Maine's, for Maine. Obviously, Maine is not going to be because the thing, be the things the that game. drive the industry here, you know, we, it's it's important that we develop ourselves as like a craft cannabis kind of spot. I think in terms of our brand and the quality of product and, and everything in the offering, because we know that when it's just raw agriculture, it's tough to compete with those big fucking states and other places, uh, the way they're set up with their resource base and institutions. Oh, and sure. State and just the, and the total population of the buying of the yeah. buying market against yeah. like, okay, yes, Maine can produce, Maine can produce more than it consumes. But like you go look at Florida or California, those states already have distribution markets set up to export over import so they already can outdo what we can because we oh, sure. don't have that uh, isn't oklahoma kind of geared that way where a lot of people were prospecting out that way 
Oklahoma. If that ever develops Oklahoma is a great is a niche. Oklahoma, Oklahoma is a um, when I lived in Texas, where I lived in um, Auburn, Texas. You'll laugh. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> no, in Oklahoma, it's a it's a um, it's a tr- it's a transfer state. It's just people. So many. So a lot of these places can just turn on a light a light switch. And Maine still will always be a pumping arm, but eventually there's going to have to be a question of where are we pumping and how are we defining ourselves as the mm-hmm. niche mm-hmm. Like, it, in general for me the federal situation is enough of a question mark that it's tough for me to speculate about the future of the main industry because when you look at the different federal sort of scenarios for development of the federal situation uh, and I wouldn't want to speak to that I think there's some pretty diverse outcomes for main producers so it's not necessarily going to be. It never really is well, right, about right playing, now. Uh, I honestly playing at a better level. It's about how you play the game. I I would assume that continuation of the status quo is the best thing for most main producers. Oh, it would be. Yeah, yeah this would be so amazing. If this goes left, on left, for ten years, like if this goes on for ten years, this is going to be one hell of a run for us. However, uh, you know, things could change pretty quickly. I think we all, you know, I think we all hope for some kind of basic reforms, like at least at a, a finance and insurance level and stuff like that. What kind of protections can growers uh, kind of go towards? So is, is you guys are uh, part of uh, a, a grouping, correct? A coalition? Yeah, well, High Sale is a part of the Main Craft Cannabis Association. Yep. What is that? What is that even? What is a core? Like, what are you guys doing? What's that about? I know I, I don't know anything. Um, so I uh, would caution that I'm not any kind of official spokesperson for the sure. organization. <laughs> Full disclosure. And, and would also add that there's many other members who are actually better advocates and spokespeople okay, so than myself. Okay, so if you think it's better, we can do uh, that. But we'll pursue I w- that no, if you'll get tr- us in touch. Well, I, I would love to because there's people involved that could <laughs> actually be cool to come on the show at some point. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were talking about like legitimacy and contention and conflict and stuff. Um, Anyway, there, there's some different folks involved, um, and um, basically the reason I got Is it involved, to protect yourselves? You guys are sharing uh, the same no. vision for, or, I, or I w- no? I wouldn't say that it's to protect ourselves per se. I think that what we all, the founding members, what we all see in each other mm-hmm. is that we're these small businesses. For the most part, we don't really have any kind of investor, at least not any big investors. I, I don't know the actual backgrounds of all the businesses involved. But so far as I know, they're, it's, they're all just like family businesses or individual businesses um, without any kind of big company or private investor, you know, small caregiver companies. And and that is a difference, right? Uh, a, yeah, a significant well, difference. There, there have been some other in that ap- business practice. Yes, I think there have been okay. some other efforts to sure. organize the industry here that I wasn't sure about the founding membership, frankly, in terms okay. of what types. If of, that was an element or not. Well, what types of organizations they were, where you know where they get their money, or you know what their overall interest is, because I think there's a big difference between a little caregiver company. And sort of a conglomerate that actually has a bunch of money from some investor, mm-hmm. because that entity is actually going to act more like a corporation that can just fucking but, but wreck with, shit and invest, <laughs> but hold invest on. millions just to f- yeah. try to capture share. But hold yeah. on, with someone being, when someone says I have an investor, I think there is some of a stigma thinking, oh, big money, big money. No, you know what? A hundred thousand dollars is not realistically a big money thing. That's just, hey, that's a loan. That is a loan. At the end of the day, sure, this person invested to your company. And I, I agree with what Bogart's saying. Because there are, okay, look, there are, because about the hundred thousand okay, so, just okay, being here, money, okay, money here's, being here, money. Here's yeah, my yeah. perception. Here's we my, were talking about that. Look, here's right. my perception. Yeah. Here's my perception. So, <laughs> hundred grand ain't shit in this industry. In terms of people within the crowd. That is the big difference well, in this hold, 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 industry. Well, here's, this is where I come from. So, in terms oh, of with people in the craft and the craft beer scene, in the craft beer world, if a brewery comes up, does it themselves from their own bootstraps and makes it and they're the next you know big huge top guy and they never had to take any money from anyone they're the, the shit and if you ever took money from anyone it has to be this little piece and you paid it off in no time because if you take any big money that's investment money and you're not you never did it and you're not independent so there's so i think there is a perception of ego where like am i independent or did someone technically pay my way it's like well no they didn't 
didn't pay your way. They helped you. And, you know, there's nothing wrong turning around and celebrating those who helped you. So what that you might have had to start off with a really big, huge LARP lump sum, and maybe you only got $10,000. Just not to say, oh, oh, own up, but say, like, be honest about, yes, I got this money. This is what I did with it, but I never, it never made it become consistently this person's telling me what to do. They only said one time, here's the money, pay me back. That's all they ever said to do. It can be sometimes... Um, we've seen partnerships before. Uh, I mean, any, anytime you've done a business undertaking, two typically becomes a really good number. I think there's this duality between characteristics and personality strengths within any kind of team or gar garden grow. Um, what happens, though, when you add, in this sense, to that degree, more than, say, two or three shared visions do, do, does it does it become tricky? Does it become, be like no more, no no difference than say like a partnered merit, mer like you know, a multiple marriage. as long as everything is completely specifically, but there can be difficulty. Everything, yes. You think everything is a shared you view, but we find as time goes on, I'm not to trying to. No, everything's well, got to be talked out. The reality you write is it they, out. they have some dangers to it in the sense. As long as everything is expressed, yeah, and <laughs> said, hey, this is just an expression. Let's work it out. So everyone feels that they are a part of something. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you will have what I would say, like a slighted, a slighted view against someone or themselves. Sure. sure. I think collaborative work environments require a lot of communication, like Vogue. It would saying. certainly would. Yeah, and, it certainly would. Um, but you know, you can also sort of adapt. Um, so we have different personality types that work at high sale and um, we try to accommodate all kinds of people too. So but the we're team, we're team's working. actually expanded out, hasn't it? Number, no, 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 okay. not, okay. not necessarily, not but no. I mean, we're, we're a tight, we're a tight click, but we, <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we're, we work hard together. Um, mm -hmm. But no, it's, it's not like I have that many assistants or anything. Well, no, but, it's no different no. than any, and then anything else. It's like, you know, you, you have the people that work for you. And then at times you may go and go, hey, I need you because you can do this one thing for two days or you can do this one thing for me this one time just because. Mm -hmm. But that means that there may become a day where he'll turn and go, hey, John, blah, 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 and he'll figure. There's always a way where it kind of just works together. But, yes, there's, you know, there's the core. Yeah. But there's people that come in and, in and out at any given time. It's kind of like no different than, like, say, NWA or something like that. It's just mm -hmm. there's the core, but there's people that come in and out. Yeah, I mean, I think that I've always tried to, um, you know, reach out to people to try to do stuff with high sale, you know, because it's really been the focus of my life over the past few years. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, whether it was somebody that wanted to come and buy, you know, a bag of nugs and just try to learn about their desires as a patient and what they, what they want from the nugs and that stuff, um, you know, that was like a big inquiry for me when I first started growing it like gee how how can it be better like how can the next batch be better like how should we be trimming it differently or curing it differently for them mm -hmm. um, and then eventually you evolve your ways of doing things and your programs and stuff um, and it becomes more about the dial and the fine-tune um, but I, you know I, I, I've always liked to talk about things and um, you know share ideas it does get very sensitive because again, these these are a trade craft, and um, I think that I was probably a little bit clumsy about that in the beginning, just always trying to talk grow with people, and not respectful enough that people work hard to Achieve acquire what the you knowledge. Were asking. Yeah, yeah, acquire sure. the knowledge that they have. I guess that's sort of like when we're talking about the OGs of the '70s. I mean, it wasn't going to be one of these things. Yeah, there's a, there's a you assume this I'm mutuality. Sorry. No, that's all right. You just assume that mutuality that what you what you're asking might be returned and not not as a as kind of a, a stopper in the whole relationship. They have like a hell's angels attitude where they won't let you in unless you work for it. <laughs> no, it's interesting. It's it's a really unique way of how you want to get in. You want to you want me to talk to you. All right, you have to do something. But this is what I got out in Boy Scouts, so I understand what they're getting where they're going at. It's, do you want me to talk to you? I'm not going to just talk to some guy who goes, tell me about growing. They're going to want to talk to you because you came up and you said something about growing where they went, I had that exact same problem. He figured it out. Hey, buddy, you want to talk? Like, they, wanted, they want to be impressed, but it's like, show me that you grow, like how I grow. 
Yeah. They want to know that there's someone. Surely would have done this by now. You know that he would have went in this direction by now if he knew how to grow. Nah, bro. I, just, I told you in the last episode, I don't have the patience. I know you don't. I know nah, you don't. that's why I rely on people like High Sale, New England Dabs. You know, I, I, I need this high he could quality. Own, he could own the grow. And let me tell you something. You know what would happen? There would be so many happy people growing if, like, they would just, you would think that he's the grower. Nah, dude. Here's how shit works, you know? <laughs> good, it's good in there. Oh, oh yeah, right. I'll, 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 you. I'll tell you how it works, man. It's simple. You know how Uber doesn't ho- own any doesn't own any cars? Independent contracting. You know how, yeah, you know Slave they don't. work. Yeah, I work for Postmates. Okay, I know, I know okay, okay. I'm the same way with weed. I don't own any of the weed. I just f- I help people find it all. <laughs> same shit. Shirley, did you want to ask ne- a ne- uh, question? Yeah, yeah. We oh, can yeah, ask. So we had a couple of people. Let's tell you guys. Want to do this? Uh, well, um, maybe we'll expound on it if it needs long, longer than that. But one no, they're very simple questions. Let's, cool. do a, let's, a, let's a rapid it. fire session. Now, you're not held to it. This isn't like truth or dare where you gotta Surprise. do it. No, if these you are, gotta do these it, are seriously like, guys, 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 guys. They're seriously low balls. Oh, they're, okay. they're, they're seriously excellent. We love those. Yeah, Give yeah. us more softballs. Uh, yeah, they're softballs. There you uh, go. Ch- 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 All right. Okay, here we go. This is from uh, Healers Not Dealers. Uh, she said she wants to know, where does your passion come from? Hmm. Can we ask this twofold? Your passion. That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a what did you fashion. call it? A low ball? A some slow fashion. ball? My, yeah, passion, my, pa- slow my passion comes from fashion. That's, I think it's deep. Okay, then g- give, me the, give, me, give me like if the pool, if the pool's 12 <laughs> feet, give me like the 6 feet. I mean, I guess my quick. my passion my, for life. I'll give you the, I'll give you the 10 foot response. I'll give you the full time. I'm, yes, I'm with Carrie on this. Okay. It's that I love, I love the experience of life. I love the human experience. I chose to dedicate myself to this project of high sale cannabis, and I'm just living this right now. That You're sh- loving it, aren't you? That shit is I lit. Times. I like yeah, that. That, I was a, that was a lit answer. I All love right. my work. Bart Bogard, you have like, I'll, I'll be nice and give you 60 seconds instead of 30. Un poquito, un poquito. Okay, so let's hear it. What, what uh, from Healers Not Dealers, what is your passion uh, f- to be in this industry? Something different. Wait, that was the same question? I mean, do you want me to give a different question? I want to get two different... Okay, I'll do a different question. Yeah, let's give them a different Okay. No, 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 that's my response. Oh, that was your answer? Okay, cut. MCCA, Maine Craft Cannabis Association. Let's take that all over again. (laughs) And um, anyway, so... Tell me more about the Maine... um, It was founded by a group of caregivers, caregiver companies, um, including, uh, you know, some companies that we've all heard of as well as some really small companies I think that are just serving a small regional area mm-hmm. um, I didn't actually know of all the companies that were involved in the co-founding until I started going to the the meetings of people that were interested in doing something how regular can you guys get together you guys have a pretty hectic schedule is it every couple weeks or uh, every month no or it's it's irre- like it's irregular there as I recall there was a process of meeting up at this guy's farm uh, like last summer, mm-hmm. having some visioning conversations and stuff. I mean, I'm aware of several efforts to start some kind of trade guild, professional association, stuff like that. And um, I don't mean to pass judgment on any particular efforts. No, sure. It's just a path you're choosing to take yeah, high sale onto. Well, uh, yeah, I, I decided I wanted to be involved because I knew that a lot of I know that a lot of caregivers have spent money trying to affect policy in Augusta, and you know I think there's a basic free rider problem that there's a lot of caregivers who are benefiting from the results st- of the state medical program. They're benefiting from status quo policies, but they're not investing money in trying to protect from the corporate lobby of mm. companies like. Acreage, Wellness Connection, sure, um, and Cureleaf, and and other entities that are lobbying to change state policies in a way that favors like really big capitalized corporations and other big companies rather than small caregiver companies like the ones that we have. Do you know so, of? Would you are you aware of some of what those weaknesses or chinks and maybe uh, policy that are current that are protecting uh, caregivers? So so again, is there I, anything I, that you guys are concerned I, about? Well, I'll speak to my own personal concerns. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't speak on behalf of the group because I just think that there's some sharper minds to speak to it, frankly. 
uh, in the organization that are participating. Um, you your, know, we're, but your take. in general, we're looking at there, you know, it's, yes, there, there's this adult use launch and um, we want that to be accessible to small businesses that are operating as caregiver companies or even new entrants. Mm -hmm. If, if Mainers want to now start a, a can't, you know, you know, started a new business, like there, there should just be access to the marketplace so that it's sort of like a level playing field yeah. rather than this game to like hire lobbyists to like get the legislators in Augusta to set a policy that will favor wellness connection or whatever. So, I mean, that's a colorful sort of take. But no, they'll always they'll always have we, uh, we, more to play with. Yeah, and we so just, they're always going to try and want, influence policy. Yeah, we want small businesses to be able to participate. We want patient act, you know, patient access to safe, high quality medicine. We want to, um, you know, prop up and expand the cottage industry of cannabis that's mm -hmm. growing in Maine. You know, because uh, we were talking about the future. I mean, with if if the status quo continues. Um, this is going to be really, really great industry for Maine's farmers and small business people and, and labor pool alike, you know, for the coming years.